The Law Be With You podcast show, also known as Christian Fandom Geek on YouTube, is now part of the Red 5 network. Red 5 is a network of podcast shows aimed at bringing great quality content, especially Star Wars. And so look forward to some awesome collaborations on the Red 5 network with the Law Be With You podcast show. I mean, the, the biggest, one of the biggest themes, like we've said in Lord of the Rings, is that you need you need the help of people around you you need to get advice from other people you need to do stuff in communion with other people um and with the the natural world as well um but you also get people invoking sort of those who have gone before i think the best example is probably frodo and the light of erendil in shinob's lair um erendil is a really really important character if you've read the silmarillion but Mm. He doesn't get he he gets a song written by Bilbo in Lord of the Rings, and he's his light is in this little vase that Frodo carries. So you can sort of miss the importance of that without having read the. Um, I think it's still you know it's still a uh, an impactful moment in the in the film and the book, but it yeah. definitely takes on another level if you've if you read some of the extra stuff as well. Um, other good examples are like Aragorn will um, yell Elendil all the time, which is his ancestor, uh, one of the sort of prior kings of Gondor and Arnor. Uh, yeah. I don't know if we get that in the film as much, um, but in the book he does it all the time. And it's like this sort of sense that he's really secure in his uh, identity as to who he he was born to be. But also it's this sort of, yeah, kind of connection with, his his forefather, the sort of guy he's never met, but that is important to him, um, and we we get that a little bit as well when when the Valar get mentioned, particularly Varda, who's the queen of the Valar. Um, her name gets sung particularly by the elves a lot. Um, she's the sort of real person who connects them to that sort of much older history. So they kind of they invoke in that sort of name, and and it, there's a connection. And I guess it gives them comfort, but also maybe a, a sort of sense of hope that someone else is kind of a, there's, there's, just, there's something on a meta level, there's something greater than themselves watching over them. For sure, yeah, definitely that that sense of the the big story, like you're part, you're part of something that's um, that's bigger than than just what's happening to you right now. I don't know if you've heard of like that idea of main character syndrome. No, I haven't. Uh, Not in that word a, in any way. I think it gets it's it gets brought up a lot more now because it's been heightened by particularly social media and stuff and the sense that you are the center of this story like you you are the main character in your own film effectively and oh okay stuff like star wars and and disney and all of that sort of thing has, has really influenced this but especially the idea of being able to broadcast everything you do to to followers okay. on, on the internet and that sort of yeah thing. and so you see people doing sort of obnoxious stuff that no normal person would do and and it gets referred to as like oh you know they've got they've got main character syndrome they think that they're the the center of the world and i guess yeah tolkien's writing and some of star wars too is a a good reminder that um that we're not that none none of us are (laughs) fortunately yeah yeah brilliant um okay fandom question now just totally a geeking out level who would win? Who would win in a super fight, Gandalf, 
Gandalf the Grey, or it could be Gandalf the White, either one, <laughs> versus Luke Skywalker. Versus Luke Skywalker. Well, see, Luke Skywalker's got a lightsaber, but Gandalf <laughs> does have Glamdring, which is a particularly powerful sword. It was forged in Gondolin in the Elder Days, and uh, it glows blue, doesn't it, when orcs appear? So um, there you go. Uh, there's there's some similarities there. I mean, if we, we were talking about like mentors, mentor figures, and uh, yeah, and a supernatural aid earlier on, and so I guess the natural comparison for me would have been Gandalf versus Yoda because they're both the sort of mentor wizard figure. Of but course. it's tough, man. I mean, original trilogy Yoda for me is seems to be pretty much non-violent. He talks about how. It's a bit where he says, like, we're luminous beings or something instead of yeah, crude yeah. matter. And he squidges Luke's, like, a bicep muscle. I remember that really clearly. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I don't know how much use he'd be, but I reckon Powerball Yoda, you know, the one that's yeah, Powerball like, Yoda. Episode two. <laughs> I reckon he could probably take Gandalf the Grey. Gandalf the oh, White's boy. next level, though. That would be, that would be a tough one. Of course, Yoda, Yoda fights Christopher Lee as well in episode two. He's... He's Saruman in the Lord of the Rings film. <laughs> so we had, so we had like basically, so Saruman's had that sort of fight, really, hasn't he? And that sort of so, uh, Count Dooku. We could bring in Count Dooku into the equation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's funny actually because um, I think like sort of you know um, Count Dooku's fight, obviously in, in against Yoda, he kind of matches him quite easily. I think if, if I if you were scoring it on points, I think that uh, Dooku got the better of Yoda. If I'm, uh, Yoda did oh, save. 50, isn't it? Dooku escapes, doesn't he, at the end of two? He does. He escapes, yeah. and obviously, like, I mean, you, maybe. I mean, you would you would give Yoda credit because Yoda saved Anakin and, and Obi Wan. So in that respect, Yoda did what he what he set out to do. Um, but I think Dooku matched him with a lightsaber quite easily, um, which surprised me. And Yoda's not really. I mean, for me. I believe in my heart that Yoda's not really, he's not really into the violence. So, you know, maybe his heart's not in it. <laughs> he's only, he's only giving sort of like uh, 70% of his power or something. I don't know. Oh yeah. You probably... that, like Lord, Lord of the Rings is much less concerned with fighting than, than, than Star Wars is. Would be my only little caveat, I reckon. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. there's, there's, there's violence in Lord of the Rings, but it's sort of, I don't know. It feels like almost necessary to the plot, whereas, like the lightsaber fights and stuff in Star Wars is something that you enjoy, like in and of itself. Whereas yeah, I think Tolkien totally. probably felt that was a little bit gratuitous. <laughs> I knew that was one of his big worries, apparently, with them being made into films. Um, obviously, he never lived to see the yeah um, the Peter Jackson films, but one of his biggest worries in the fifties or something when they were thinking of making a film was that they'd get mm. too carried away with all the fighting. He didn't want <laughs> I think Peter Jackson did, did, did really well with them. Um, yeah, I think. No complaints there. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Law Be With You podcast show on Christian Fandom Geek. I really appreciate every one of you who listen to the show via podcast player or on YouTube as Christian Fandom Geek. We're also on the Red Five Network as well. Really appreciate all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of this awesome project and enterprise. 
Uh, I've got some great collaborators on the show as well, having some awesome episodes. And we're really glad that you are part of the ride. Keep listening to the show. Uh, also, you can follow uh, the show on Twitter. Uh, if you put in the Law Be With You podcast show or Law Be With You, uh, it, it will come up on, on Twitter as well. So if you want to interact with the show, leave a comment and leave a suggestion for future episodes. would be really happy to engage with you as fans of the show. Keep safe and we'll be with you very, very soon on the Law Be With You podcast show.